0: there friends family foes and lurkers alike this is your host Daniel Minnick for this episode of Truth Espresso, and I'm here with my sweet beautiful wife and co-host Chelsea and we are going to start another little series of episodes because we got some notes and we got a lot to cover so we're going to do a few episodes on the topic of slander I think this is important especially in this day and age where we have lots of politics we have plenty of examples just read the news every day you're gonna see (laughs) slander if it's not explicitly pointed out you just see it oozing from the words of most articles that you read in the news today but (laughs) here to talk about slander is my sweet beautiful co-host and wife chelsea thank you sweetheart for doing this with me again
1: Yes, thank you for letting me tag along.
0: Let's see if we can tackle the topic of slander without slandering it. <laughs> and so I think it would be apropos then to have a definition of slander so that we don't slander slander. <laughs> nice. And so I just looked up on legaldictionary.net because there is a legal definition of slander. And so we have slander and libel, and they differ primarily by the means by which they are done. So the definition of slander according to LegalDictionary.net is a false and malicious statement spoken about by another person. And... One keyword there is spoken because that's what differentiates slander from libel. Libel is what you'd see written like in a newspaper or whatever, but slander is oral, it's spoken by the mouth. <laughs> so you could have spoken slander that then can be written down and become libel, or you know, someone could read libel and that and become slander, but <laughs> whatever the case, that's the technical definition. So, it's a false and malicious statement. So, technically, you know, you could say something false about someone like, you know, oh, this person is um, very wealthy when that person's not, or... Something could be false, but it may not necessarily be intended to damage. You know, something could be false, like it's a mistake or something could just be done out of tongue in cheek just to to be silly. But slander is both false and malicious. So it's a statement. It's a lie about someone, but it's a lie done with the intent to do something harmful to someone.
1: (laughs) So now that we've defined what slander means, do you have some examples as to why people might want to slander?
0: Oh, yeah. So we see what slander means then. But, you know, why would someone want to do something? That's a good question, sweetheart. And I have several reasons that we've got in my notes here for why people would want to use hurtful words or slander. And I know there's probably a common thread, but these are kind of different facets for what could be generally the same reason, you know, malicious. But one reason, these are from verses or uh, stories in the Bible for all these points here. Now the first reason I have for why people slander is to enrich themselves and that's often in you know where you have battles or wars and stuff like that in the Bible an example and a lot of my uh, verses come mostly from Proverbs and some from Psalms cuz they seem to talk about this a lot Proverbs addresses the tongue a lot, you know, lying and stuff, along with issues of wealth or poverty. So Proverbs 21, 6 says, The getting of treasures by a lying tongue is a vanity tossed to and fro of them that seek death. So, getting treasures by a lying tongue, that's one use of slander and. Yeah, we certainly see that a lot in politics. You know, we have, you know, people in Congress or someone tries to become president, or, you know, especially when you have elections, you know, there's lots of slander going back and forth there because people want that coveted position because they know it's better than the career they would have otherwise if they just get there. And then they know that there are riches to be made in high offices. And so they're going going to dig up dirt they're going to tell even if I can't find something truthfully bad about my opponent then I will just make something up or I will take something that has an element of truth and twist it to make sure that people don't vote for that dreaded opponent and yeah, so one of the reasons is to enrich oneself.
1: <laughs> I was thinking a good Bible example for this one, babe, is the story of Haman and oh, yeah. <laughs> Mordecai, because Haman was envious of Mordecai's position and wanted to get rid of him Mm, and all the Jews. And he kept telling the king slanderous things about Mordecai and the Jewish people so he could himself be more powerful and be more regarded and stuff. So I think (laughs) that's one of those stories where you see a lot of slander going on to try and get to a higher position or to a place (laughs) of power
0: yeah and i think it's entertaining in this story there where the king asks haman what shall i do for the one who i seek to honor and then haman, when haman thinks it's him then it's like okay you should lavish him and parade him through the street and <laughs> you know shout praises with trumpets and have him wear an expensive robe and stuff and then he finds out it's the guy he doesn't like and he has to do it you know <laughs> praise mordecai in the streets and have a parade for him and stuff (laughs) (laughs) like yeah (laughs) there's definitely a good sense of irony there for someone like Haman who wanted to slander Mordecai and and enrich himself and the opposite happened in that case there (laughs) Mm -hmm. I have another proverb here for this Proverbs 20, verse 17, it says, bread of deceit is sweet to a man, but afterwards his mouth shall be filled with gravel. (laughs) I think that's kind of humorous imagery there. It's like, oh, you know, he's going to use his words to deceive, to get bread for himself basically but ultimately you know it's it's kind of like he's gonna end up eating gravel instead like sure he might get his bread now but it's gonna end up being nothingness you know
1: (laughs) So instead of the common saying where people say, like, you eat crow. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Like, it should be. Eat Yeah. Eat crow. Yeah. It
1: should be that you eat gravel.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's the biblical idiom there. Yes.
1: (laughs) So what's another reason that people might want to slander?
0: Oh, yeah. So number two reason to satisfy envy, basically to mitigate their envy of someone. And so, a story of this uh, we see in the Bible is Joseph's brothers. Um, they definitely, you know, accused him. They demeaned him. They plotted against him. Why? because they were envious of him because of their father's favor, where their father made Joseph a coat of many colors. And we saw that Joseph in the <laughs> amazing Technicolor Dream Code musical <laughs> uh, years ago for anniversary. <laughs> but yeah, the brothers plotted against him because they were envious of him. They were envious of their father's favor. This happens a lot in families, too, you know, in plenty of situations. You know, you have sibling rivalry with Joseph and his brothers. There's family politics, control over getting favor with relatives, parents, grandparents, trying to find a way to get a greater portion of a will. You know, whatever the case, you know, families are certainly not immune to this type of situation. Another example, you could think of co-workers, bad men mouthing and talking behind the back of someone who excels or receives an award or promotion stuff like that i mean sometimes you know the person who receives the award did so by their own deceit but otherwise some people can get envious of the achievements and so they're gonna slander someone behind their back because oh i wanted that you
1: know ah, that's actually kind of a good point (laughs) So, if someone does get the promotion in that example because they were deceitful, does that make it okay to slander?
0: (laughs) Well, remember, slander is a lie with uh, intent for malice. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you can speak the honest truth and you're concerned, well, this person did something wrong and... You know, lied his way to get it, then trying to remove yourself from slanderous intent and speak truth because you're concerned that this person's causing trouble for the company, stuff like that, yeah. you know, would not be slander, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, you know, as we talk about Jesus and stuff, Matthew chapter 23, Jesus had a lot to say about the religious leaders with name calling and accusations. But that wasn't slander. He he was telling the truth and he was uh, condemning them, but he wasn't trying to trap them or lie about them to get them an unjust punishment. So they slandered Jesus, but Jesus just told the truth about them.
1: Don't you think it's interesting too that I was just thinking this when you were reading the verses that envy is kind of the first step towards Mm. becoming hateful. Mm. So it's like, okay, when God tells us not to be envious, Mm. then he's trying to prevent us from a step like way back here. Because if we start having envy in our hearts, then pretty soon that envy is going to turn to hatred. And then hatred is going to lead you down the path of slandering someone. Mm. And it's just kind of that (laughs) vicious pathway, I guess, that leads you down just more.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think of, I mentioned politics before. There are types of politics, for example, like socialism or something, where it's the idea that you're allowed to be envious or even just destroy anyone who happens to be wealthier than you are. Yeah, there are plenty of people who become wealthy through ill-gotten gain, but then, you know, on the flip side, there's the idea of socialism or communism, where you're going to accuse anyone who has wealth, like, no one can ever become wealthy by honest means, and usually it's because, oh, you're envious of their positions. You know, you think of, (laughs) I think of like Bernie Sanders, where he used to talk about the evil millionaires and billionaires. But then after he sold some books and then he became a millionaire, he owns like several houses, if I remember correctly. So he's a millionaire now. Now he doesn't (laughs) slander millionaires. He only slanders billionaires. (laughs) But yeah if someone happens to be more well off than you are, you know, and you the generic you, <laughs> and you know, people will get envious and then they'll slander like, they just can't be better than me. They have to have done something wrong to be better off than I am. Like, I wish I had what they had, but I'm going to be righteous about it. I'm, instead of me saying hey, if I try hard enough then I don't have it now, but maybe I could achieve what they have. They're role model for me you know it's like oh they shouldn't have that or you know i have the right to just have what they have and stuff envy and slander yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> the christian podcast
1: community is a cohesive group of like-minded christian podcasters proclaiming the truths of christ truths of christ with expertise and passion In the areas of theology, church history, Christian living, evangelism, apologetics, parenting, homeschooling, sermons, and much, much more. So check us out at Christian Podcast Community.org. Christian Podcast Community.org.
0: One stop for all your favorite Christian podcasts.
1: So, the next reason that we're going to look at for why people slander is sometimes they do this to conceal their hateful motives. I think this kind of goes along with what we we're just talking about, envy. And the next step is kind of the hate that begins to brew in their heart. Yeah. And now they want to conceal that they are hateful and they're gonna do that by slandering. <laughs> in Proverbs ten verse eighteen it says, He that hideth hatred with lying lips and he that uttereth a slander is a fool. <laughs>
0: You know, so you could hide hatred with lying lips. So, yeah, that's interesting, you know. So, uttering a slander by, like, okay, you really hate someone... And then you're hiding it like, oh, it's not hate, I'm just telling you the truth about that person, I'm protecting you, but really you're just, okay, you despise that person, so you're going to say something untrue or twist the truth to try to, you know, turn people against that person, yeah, and have an example of that. So along with this concealing hateful motives, you could also conceal weakness, one's own weakness. Sometimes people will hate other people because really it's their own incompetence, their own weaknesses that they're trying to hide. And so they want to make themselves appear stronger than they really are, but they're hiding their own weakness. We have an example of David's brothers So when David was delivering food from his father to the brothers there as they're arrayed in battle, as Goliath, the giant, would be visiting every day, demanding a challenger, and no one was willing, then David says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should be defying the armies of Israel and Israel's God? And then Eliab, David's oldest brother, says, why have you come down here? I know your pride and the naughtiness of your heart. You just came to see the battle. So David says, you know, is there not a cause? But then he goes to each of his other brothers and they all say the same thing. That's what the Bible says. Bible says. So David's brothers all accused him of pride and malice when he bravely defied Goliath. But what they're really doing is hiding their own fears, their own cowardice there. So to try to make themselves look less weak, they're trying to accuse their brother David of having wrong motives for what he said that was true and righteous. So, number four reason that people will slander is to cover up wrongdoing or to shift blame... And one example of that from the Bible is once again looking at Joseph, but this was when after his brothers sold him into Egypt and he was a slave in Potiphar's house, but he did so well working there that Potiphar put him in charge of the household there, and so he's basically a commander of other slaves. Potiphar's wife was attracted to him and so what she wanted she tried to get Joseph to bend to her will but Joseph refused and he ran away and left his coat with her. But then Potiphar's wife is going to be in trouble if her husband finds out what happened. So what does she do? She changes the story. She slanders Joseph. She accuses Joseph of what she herself did. So she was the one who was trying to commit adultery by forcing Joseph. And Joseph ran away, but she accused Joseph of what she was trying to do. She knew she'd be in trouble if her husband knew the truth, but she projected onto Joseph and slandered him to protect herself. And so Joseph ended up in prison instead of her and for years <laughs> from a lie, from slander. And so, yes, one reason for slander is to cover up wrongdoing or shift blame. And we certainly see that a lot in politics, too. <laughs>
1: So I think it is kind of frustrating sometimes thinking about slander because I think that it has become such a norm for people to slander that it's harder for us to identify it sometimes Mm -hmm. because... You see people, even Christians, I know like this is definitely something we all struggle with, (laughs) but it also seems like it's kind of expected or even like, oh, you're the cool person now because you talk like this or you say these things about your spouse or about other people. And when it becomes a norm like that, I think it's harder to recognize just how Mm. harmful some of these words or some of these actions can be. And I think that we just need to really ask God to give us that insight and the eyes to see, the ears to hear that we don't partake in that and that we recognize what could potentially be harmful or slanderous to someone. Hmm. And I was thinking, like, I've heard some people refer to their children, <laughs> which is kind of sad, hmm. but... Like sometimes they'll refer to their children as, you know, Satan's child hmm. if they're really rowdy hmm. or they'll call their child brat. Come hmm. here, brat. Or sometimes even like their spouse, they'll just call their spouse a jerk.
0: Hmm. And, or so I've heard of things like the old ball and chain or something, you know, yeah, <laughs> like right. a man referring to his wife as someone who kind of keeps him under lock and key or something. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So I think that it's so important that we really think about what we say and what we call our spouse and our children, because those can be things that are damaging. I mean, you may think it's funny. You may think it's okay. You've heard other people say it. But those are negative and harmful words. Like, we should not be saying that or calling them
0: by that. And And, you don't have no idea if, if we think it's funny or whatever, how much someone can be letting it build up without saying anything until something explodes later on and stuff. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, So I think how that's become such a norm that, again, it's hard to recognize when someone or even ourselves, when we are slandering someone else. And I think that that kind of leads to Mm. our next point here is that sometimes people slander to damage or destroy opponents. Mm. And that's where we see it's just kind of accepted that you can (laughs) make all these accusations. You can say all these hateful and hurtful, harmful things and That's kind of to be expected. But wait, we've been reading all these verses that says, no, you shouldn't. You're a fool if you are doing this. Like you're destroying people if you're doing this. So
0: So you kind of progress on to the next point there about damaging and destroying opponents. Yeah, so (laughs) Uh, Psalm 31 verse 13 The psalmist says, For I have heard the slander of many. Fear was on every side. While they took counsel together against me, they devised to take away my life. So there's an example of David's enemies really trying to plot (laughs) against his actual life. And they devised, they slandered. So they're trying to get people on their side to believe what they say about this person. So they they become enemies of David who don't really know him very well other than well this is what he said this is what he did you know if you want to be on the right side of history you know (laughs) you want to join us in our cause you know Mm -hmm. um yeah, and I also have First Samuel 24, 9. This was in the cave there where Saul was trying to kill David, but David got the piece of his robe there. But then it says, And David said to Saul, Wherefore hearest thou men's words, saying, Behold, David seeketh thy hurt? So David gives the example he's asking Saul like why are you hearkening to people who are telling you that I'm trying to hurt you from experience you know I've never tried to do that why do you want to listen to these slanders you want to believe them because you want them to give you an excuse to think you're doing the right thing by trying to hurt me.
1: I told you the story earlier, too. Just <laughs> kind of an interesting story from Second Samuel chapter 10, where David was going to show the king of Ammon had recently died. And so Hanan was grieving and King David was like, okay, I want to show kindness to Hanan and sent some of his servants to go and, you know, meet the needs there. And the people of Ammon there started to slander David and say, basically, like, see verse 3. Hath not David rather sent his servants unto thee to search the city and to spy it out and to overthrow it? So they're trying to say that David, his reason for sending his servants was to actually just make a battle plan and try and overthrow the Ammonites. And here David was just trying to do something kind since the king had just passed away and then ultimately this leads to an unnecessary battle between the ammonites and david because neither of them wanted to go to battle but (laughs) because they're trying to paint a picture of david that he wanted to spy out the city and overthrow it they end up going to war
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah definitely so yeah What war in history hasn't been brought about by slander? You know, every national leader has to slander people of another country to rile up their armies to to justify, you know, invading or taking over. They're the ones who want to invade us, so we better invade them to prevent that and so on. (laughs) Mm. The final reason... Last, but certainly not least, I guess (laughs) the final reason that people will slander other people is to fight against truth. Because So, sometimes the truth hurts. Sometimes the truth prevents you from enjoying things that you want, that you really shouldn't have. Sin is fun for a season, and so the truth that exposes sin can be something that people don't like, and so they'll lie and slander against righteous people. Those who are delivering the message of truth to prevent the truth from having any say in their lives. So example, some verses about that. Psalm 31 verse 18 says, Let the lying lips be put to silence, which speak grievous things proudly and contemptuously against the righteous. Yeah, so this verse clearly shows one prominent reason people will lie or slander because they want to accuse the righteous of wrongdoing, because they don't like that the righteous set an example or show where what they're doing is wrong. And so they want to make sure, well, you know, there is no clear right here. You think what we're doing is wrong? Well, look at what that person's doing, you know, (laughs) comparing themselves and so on. Psalm 52, verse 3, this is David addressing basically the accusations that Doeg said against him. So he says, thou, uh, referring to Doeg, lovest evil more than good and lying rather than to speak righteousness. So instead of speaking what is true what is righteous against the servant david doeg loved evil more than good and so yeah if as jesus says men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil And they don't like the light exposing it. You know, they want to scamper like rats away from the light. And so they're going to slander people to, you know, protect themselves in their own evil because they don't like that truth exposes them. It makes their darkness look darker, you know, once you shed light on the subject. So I kind
1: of like the previous verse in that (laughs) section too. Verse 2, it says, Thy tongue... Adviseth mischiefs like a sharp razor working deceitfully. (laughs) I just think (laughs) that it's a good picture to keep in mind that when you're speaking evil, you're speaking lies, you're being deceitful, that it's like a sharp razor, Hmm. like it cuts someone down. Hmm. And I think that just helps when you are trying to decide what words to use for someone or something that right, is this going to be like a sharp razor and actually Mm. cut someone down or are these words (laughs) going to be like a soft cloth (laughs) (laughs) and shine them and build them up, (laughs) (laughs) make them smoother. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's just like words and the intent behind the words, they're just so important. And mm. I think that it's unfortunate that we don't think about that anymore and how, just even in our culture today, how we keep seeing the definitions mm. of words changing. Oh, yeah, sure. Like, okay, they realize how powerful words are, mm. that we have to change definitions. Mm. Our cancel culture, we have to cancel things that they don't agree with Mm -hmm. because there's power behind those words or those events. And even how we address people is this huge issue now too, If (laughs) how you identify as a certain person Mm -hmm. because words have meanings, okay? They recognize that, but then they're missing the whole point (laughs) that behind those words is a human being. And that human being is special, they are valued, and when we are using these words that they want us to use now, it's just tearing down that person and not building them up.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned the the redefinition of words and identity politics and stuff like that. You know, it's meant to confuse, meant to obscure, hide or fight against the truth, Mm -hmm. like slander everyone who actually stands for truth there and the whole you have to accept my pronouns (laughs) stuff like that like okay we can't speak from language that we the purpose of language and words is that we have a common dictionary so that we can actually communicate but yeah those in power especially those are more than willing to slander the truth want to make language confusing want to make it harder for people to have a basis by which they can communicate and You know, so that people can be constructive and arrive at truth and so on. And yeah, (laughs) if I were forced to give pronouns (laughs) for myself and say, here are my preferred pronouns. say okay my preferred pronouns are his majesty or his awesomeness or something like that (laughs) (laughs) and if someone objects to that well you know like why is zimzer they them there or so on like that acceptable and his majesty or his awesomeness isn't you know now you have to provide an objective basis for why (laughs) (laughs) One is acceptable, not the other, but yeah. (laughs)
1: So well, now I'm going to have to call you his <laughs> <laughs> If
0: I'm referred to in the third person, which is what pronouns are for that, like that. Then it's like, yeah, if someone were to write about me in an article and trying to slander me, they'd have to slander me and use my preferred pronouns when his majesty said, or when his awesomeness said, <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you mentioned like sharp and cutting you know like the tongues are like cutting we think of tools think of metal tools like that and words you know i didn't write it in my notes but you know you have iron sharpeneth iron the purpose of words can be to build up and here you have metal sharpening you can have sharp instruments Either it can be a sword to cut someone, or it can be a sharp instrument to do something useful. And when you have iron sharpening iron, constructive criticism or things that are building people up, improving each other, you sharpen each other for something productive, but then you have slander, which is like a sword piercing someone, doing damage. People often slander because truth hurts, (laughs) And they don't like the truth.
1: Castle Rock Women's Health is a pro-women and pro-life clinic and ministry serving women of all ages and backgrounds in the community of Castle Rock, Colorado and the surrounding areas. Castle Rock Women's Health offers well-women care, prenatal care, extended postpartum care, licensed clinical Christian counseling, fertility awareness, hormone therapy, childbirth classes, STI testing and treatment, ultrasounds, and even the abortion pill reversal. Castle Rock Women's Health uses your generosity to offer services at little to no cost for many women in situations where insurance is not available. But Castle Rock Women's Health needs your help. To serve women better in the community, Castle Rock Women's Health is looking to move into a new office please consider a charitable donation to help Castle Rock Women's Health offer life-affirming care and reach more women with the love of Jesus Christ by going to givesendgo.com forward slash C-R-W-H. That's givesendgo.com forward slash C-R-W-H and be a blessing to women in need. For more information about Castle Rock Women's Health, please visit our website at crwomenshealth.com. Thank you so much. So talking about weapons, you have another verse for this section, too. That was really good. Psalms 64, verses 3 through 4. It says, Who wet their tongue like a sword, and behind their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words, that they may shoot in secret at the perfect? Suddenly do they shoot at him, and fear not?
0: (laughs) So, yeah, and it shows how a habit of slander and stuff can even get to where people are willing to shoot at the perfect or the righteous, the complete, those who are blameless, you know, in the arena there. They suddenly, you know, instantly they shoot at him and fear not, as if they don't fear the repercussions, they don't fear the fact that they did something wrong, they don't fear that they committed an injustice against someone who's innocent, they don't fear because that's how they live, (laughs) you know. And then I have also Jeremiah 9, verses 4 through 5, where God says, Take ye heed every one of his neighbor, and trust ye not in any brother. For every brother will utterly supplant, and every neighbor will walk with slanders. And they will deceive every one his neighbor, and will not speak the truth. They have taught their tongue to speak lies and weary themselves to commit iniquity. So there's, yeah, this is the state of Israel at this time here talking about be careful about trusting your neighbor and your brother right now because this is what they're doing. They're they're slandering, they're teaching themselves to slander and they don't speak truth because they constantly look to commit sin and yeah so they don't like the truth exposing them so they're habitually you know training themselves in the fine art of slander
1: so I've got some trivia for you this oh, week <laughs> nice.
0: I bet, does it have anything to do with slander it
1: does okay, <laughs> okay so this one's yeah interesting <laughs> Okay, can a joke be
0: slander? (laughs) Uh, I'm guessing if the joke involves someone, if it's not abstract or just disconnected from any reality, if it somehow has a hidden message referring second person or third person or whatever. I don't know. That's my guess. (laughs)
1: Yeah, good job. So, yes. Saying that it was only a joke oh. is not a defense yeah. against a claim
0: <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: do you know a case that recently is an example of this?
0: <laughs> hmm.
1: it involved a slap
0: a slap oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean that the um what was it the the awards you know months ago um <laughs> And I did a, a, a Truth Espresso Express episode about it, you know, now my mind's going blank about <laughs> the two who were involved in that, but yeah.
1: <laughs> so Will Smith oh, and yes. Chris Rock. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and there's mention it was a joke. Yeah, it was only a joke about the wife there, the Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So his joke was slanderous. Oh and, yeah. <laughs> yes. And then there's this really cool Irish saying that i found <laughs> it says if a man in jest conveys a serious imputation he jests at his peril
0: <laughs> telling a joke with the intention of it being a hidden slander yeah you know, he's doing it his own peril nice mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah cool <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, I just thought that one was <laughs> yeah. funny. That can a joke be slander? Oh, we just had an example of that. That was like kind of slandered like in and of itself. <laughs> Everyone making <laughs> remarks about both sides of that situation.
0: So. <laughs> that was a, a good um, trivia that I got right this time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh you're so cute your awesomeness
0: <laughs> <laughs> so his awesomeness got it right this time <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> his majesty <laughs> 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 say well i guess we're going to come to uh close out this episode in the series on slander so we just answered the question why do people slander Uh, To enrich themselves, to satisfy envy, to cover up wrongdoing or shift blame, to conceal hateful motives or weakness, to damage or destroy opponents and to fight against truth now that sounds like a lot of reasons and there's a common thread through that you know people will slander other people for their own sakes you know like it's it's a war of people against other people you do it for why you think it will help you and yeah as you mentioned sweetheart the christians are not immune to that as we see even in churches you could have cliques, you can have gossips you can have Slanders of people in the body of Christ, and yeah, I mean, the fact that God created all of us as human beings, the fact that we're all fallen, the fact that we are all unique. <laughs> and there are rich and there are poor there are people with talents there are people you know, who wish they had certain talents that other people have all these differences give people the temptation to use slander as a tool to help themselves out at the expense of other people but that's not the way things should be we don't build ourselves up by putting other people down that's not the biblical way to build up the Bible talks about about working with your hands, providing for people, giving to people, speaking kindly to other people, being tender hearted. We build ourselves up by building other people up, you know, not by tearing them down. And so, yeah, I hope that this episode helps you to understand why slander is such a bad thing but also how easy it can be to fall prey to it. So, as Christians, we want to remain vigilant against that. It is tempting, and we mentioned politics. It is very easy to get caught up in slander because it becomes just a game, you know, in the arena of politics. And in the arena of the church, too. And so stay tuned for the next episode of Truth Espresso when we talk about more about slander and how slander can affect you and affect other people. And God bless.
1: Thank you for waking up with Truth Espresso. Good morning,
0: and God bless your day. Hey, friends, Daniel Minnick here again.